Hello, and welcome to Are You Writing, the podcast where the writing arts interns talk about all things writing. Uh, Today, we're going to be talking about our own experiences uh, writing our first novels, which is something that we're all doing this semester, and we wanted to have some fun and kind of go over that for our last podcast of the semester. So I am Marissa Stanko. I am the semester's head intern, and I am joined by... I'm Tara. I'm another intern. And I'm Lainey, and I'm another intern. Surprise, surprise. We're all interns doing the intern podcast. (laughs) So today, um, I'm really, I'm I'm excited about this topic. I think we're going to have a lot of fun talking about this and also share all of our uh, writing woes because we're all at, uh, we're all at different points in writing our novels. So it'll be interesting to see those different perspectives come in. Um, So starting off, let's just get right into the meat of this thing. What are some kind of like deep emotions or issues that come into like believing in yourself as a writer and writing your novel, like while you're going with your novel, like what do you guys run into that makes you sit there and go, oh my God, I'm writing a novel, but why am I writing a novel? Um, I think for me, definitely a big emotion that comes with it is kind of like embarrassment almost in a way because I get embarrassed to tell people that I'm writing a novel. I get embarrassed when like I'm writing my novel in public. I'm like, what if someone sees me writing a story? What will they think about me? So I think that kind of like has to tie in with um, kind of like imposter syndrome and the idea that like, who am I to be writing a book, you know, but someone's got to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, me too. I get that (laughs) a lot. Um, constantly like embarrassed while I'm writing it when people ask me what it's about (laughs) I get really embarrassed um when I'm writing it I also sometimes get like a lot of anxiety just like thinking about how much work I have left to do like I'm editing my first draft right now and I'm almost to the end of like this draft um and I was like looking at the word count and I was thinking about how much how many more words I have to cut out and I got super stressed I was like we just got to keep going (laughs) we'll get through this draft and then we'll worry about the words later yeah I get I get kind of like um I get like I guess you could call it um writer's envy I'm kind of um like what I do is I'll look at you guys and be like oh my god Lainey's like got a like she's she's got her beta readers on her novel already Tara's like almost at the end of editing her first draft and I am still working on the first one and I'm a senior and they're like sophomores and freshmen I'm like oh my god what am I doing why don't I have this novel written already but like I just have to sit down and remember that like everybody's journey is different and we all write at our own pace and I'm also not going to turn into Stephen King tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) unfortunately (laughs) every morning it's a disappointment (laughs) I know I wake up and I'm like damn I I still don't have hit movies out yet (laughs) one day one day maybe if I ever finish this novel I will finish my novel when I'm 80 (laughs) (laughs) that's how it feels sometimes though especially like during the first draft it took me like four years to write my first draft and I was like this is just never gonna get done like I'm gonna be like 45 and have kids by the time like anyone else ever reads it (laughs) well that's reassuring to know at least it didn't take you that long now I feel less stressed about that yeah especially the worst part about taking so long is then you got to go back to the beginning and you're like this is like stuff I wrote four years ago and it's nowhere near up to par with like how I write now Yesterday, I was just, I've been trying to, 
I know a lot of people tell you you're supposed to have the ending of your novel figured out before you start writing it, but no one can tell me what to do. I just couldn't figure out how to end my novel for the life of me. And I've been thinking about it and thinking about it and thinking about it ever since I started writing it. And I just couldn't figure it out. And yesterday I just sat down and I was like, look, the reason that you haven't put down an ending to your novel yet isn't because you don't have any ideas. It's because you refuse to acknowledge that any of them are good enough for your novel. So just take an idea put it as the ending and you can change it later and then I wrote one down finally finally my novel is going in a direction it has a direction (laughs) I have to write all the stuff in between that's the worst part I know I'm like (laughs) I I, like most of what we do in writing arts like we write a lot of short stories so I, I know how to write a short story I'm like how do I stretch this story out no one ever like tells you about like the amount of stamina you need to like get through a novel like it's kind of implied but like I feel like no one can really express the true difficulties of getting through the middle yeah you gotta commit it takes a long time to get like even through the first draft and then you read it and you're like wow I spent so much time on this thing that's terrible and now I have to go (laughs) back and spend more time fixing it I feel like a lot of times too like during the middle stages I like kind of fall in and out of love with my book like over and over again like it's just a really bad cycle of me being like oh this is a good idea and then oh this is the worst idea why am I spending time on this you know I do the same thing do you guys like edit your um drafts as you go or like do you write the whole thing out and then go back and edit I usually um Sometimes, like, if I open my document and I haven't, like, opened it in, like, a week or something because I'm bad like that, um, I'll, like, go back and edit the last two paragraphs that I wrote (laughs) just to kind of get myself back in the story. But usually I just wait till the end and then do a big edit. Yeah, I have to, like, stop myself from editing as I go because I know it's not, it's, it's not good. I should just get to the end and get my ideas out instead of going back and being like, oh, my God, there's not a comma there definitely hard not to go back and like rework ideas and kind of like question everything you've already had down so I feel like making it to the end of the first draft is sometimes like the hardest part definitely I do the same thing I kind of try to write it all out first and then edit but it is really hard because you like want to go back and reread but then you also don't because you're afraid it's going to be really bad so (laughs) then it's just trying to figure out how to move forward but when you do finish the first draft it's like a really good feeling for like a little while and then you realize you have to go back and fix it but (laughs) initially it's great yeah when I finished my first draft I was like this like I've done it like this is it and then I was actually sat and thought about it for a moment I was like oh I've really done nothing like to like in the grand (laughs) scheme of getting it published like this is a small like molecule of the whole thing and I was like great (laughs) So, like, how do you guys approach, like, there's so many different ways to approach writing and editing your first novel. Like, we've been talking about some people write the whole thing out and don't, like, look at it until they go back to edit it. Or some people do it, like, chapter by chapter, and then they they strengthen, like, every chapter individually first, and then, like, share it with people, and then go back and write the next one. And, like, there's all kinds of, like, how do you guys write your novels? For me, I use a lot of outlines. Um, So what I remember doing back when I first started my first draft was figuring out characters. And like I wrote little backstories for all of them and answered different questions. And then I did a lot of world building. And then when I was actually planning the story, um, 
I would outline it through like, so I broke my story up into three parts and then I would kind of do like a really vague outline of what I wanted to happen in each part. And I would break it up further into chapters and then like scenes and it's like really long and obnoxious, but <laughs> it helps me keep track of like what's happening in the story and what I need to fix. And it helps when editing too, because then you forget what happens, but you can just look at your outline instead of having to read well, Tara was way more prepared than I was when I first started uh, <laughs> writing. Um, since I was just like a sophomore in high school, like I wasn't really into the whole like writing community online or anything. And I was just like, I don't know what to do. I'm just going to start writing. No outline, no real plan. <laughs> I kind of had like one scene for the beginning, a few scenes in the middle, and then how it was going to end. And I was like, that's all I need to write an entire book. No problem. So um I kind of started based off that. And then as I got towards the middle, I kind of realized I needed an outline. So I went back and did like the most bare bones outline I possibly could. <laughs> and I didn't even like write the beginning outline. I just started from where I was in the book, which is a terrible <laughs> idea. <laughs> and that's kind of how I planned it out. And I think I changed the outline like numerous times while I was writing, which is also, I don't think recommended. So <laughs> next time I write a book, uh, I'm gonna probably make an in-depth outline is what I would recommend. Yeah, I did like the combo of both of those. I made like a sort of outline. But then I also just kind of like started writing the beginning. Um, I did spend quite a bit of time with my characters at the beginning because I don't know, characters for me are one of the hardest parts. It's like so hard to like, it's so easy to imagine them in your head, but then like fleshing out characters as if they're real people is so hard. It's so mm -hmm. hard. Tara. You started a, an Instagram account, and I assume you might have it on other socials too, but I'm a nerd and I only have Instagram. Um, <laughs> you started an Instagram account that focuses entirely on your novel. So I was going to ask you, like, how is that, like, helping you write your novel? Is it helping you make it feel more real? Like, why did you decide to do that? I've been meaning to, like, start an Instagram writing account for a while because I have one for Twitter that I just, like, don't use. Um, and then... I honestly mostly made it for my intro to writing arts assignment. <laughs> it's like my micro blog for the semester, but I'm definitely going to keep like posting on it um, because it has helped me like organize my ideas a little bit more because when you're forced to explain <laughs> what's happening in your book, it's not like all in your head anymore. So it's kind of um, made me organize information and kind of flesh it out a little bit more and it's cool to see people like interacting with it's cool and terrifying <laughs> to see people <laughs> interacting with it um but yeah I'm definitely gonna try to keep up with that when you're writing do you ever set like self-created deadlines for when you want to get certain things done does that motivate you or are you kind of just like I'm gonna get it done when I can <laughs> as if I'll get it done when it gets done <laughs> I definitely like have like not like strict deadlines but I'm like oh I want to get this done in like a month or two months I never never works out for me like I said it took me four years to write the first draft I'm <laughs> not very good with time management no. I'm good with like school time management but when it comes to like my own personal work and like projects like I just cannot keep up for the life of me like I started um, a YouTube channel and a TikTok to kind of like start a platform for my writing I'm using air quotes you can't see it <laughs> and, um, like the way like I'm just so bad like I can't write and do school and post on social media and do like all this stuff it's just I don't know how people do it 
I have no idea. I haven't figured it out. I think it's because those people don't ever sleep. I mean, Tara seems to have the best kind of groove going. You would think. (laughs) Tara, when was the last time you slept eight hours? (laughs) Oh my god. I have absolutely no idea. (laughs) It's all chaos internally. All right, I'll write that down. Do not sleep. (laughs) (laughs) No more sleep ever. Lots of coffee. Get used to insomnia. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm the same way. When it comes to, like, I mean, obviously, I wouldn't be where I am now if I didn't have some kind of vague grasp of school time management. Um, But when it comes to personal stuff, I'm one of those people where I'm like, either I'm totally obsessed or I like turn it off completely. So I have to, I'm kind of like trying to teach myself that writing a novel is like working on something for school. Like it's got the, the, you know, the deadlines and the things that you have to do eventually, but it's also something that I enjoy. So I'm trying to like balance those as opposed to like totally ramming out my novel in one day or never touching it again. (laughs) Both of those, they happen with all of my other hobbies, like all of my like games that I like to play or whatever. I like, when the semester ends, I will play Pokemon obsessively for a very long time, and then I will put it down, and then the same thing will happen at the end of the next semester. <laughs> like, I don't need that to happen with my novel. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, like, the difficult thing about writing is, like, kind of, like, separating it from your other hobbies, at least it is for me, because everyone in my life especially just sees it as, like, another silly little hobby that Lainey has when I'm, like, no, like, this is something I need to pursue, so it's hard to kind of, like, get in your mindset that it's not a hobby this is like something for your future in a way i feel that especially since i ironically my career path has nothing to do with my with my uh creative writing degree um i'm (laughs) getting it because it's something that i'm interested in and because publishing would be my second choice of career if i weren't currently working in higher education but the novel would be something that, again, it is that balance between, like, it's sort of a hobby because, like, I enjoy it, but also it's, like, work. A mm-hmm. lot of work. So much work. So, oh, so much. <laughs> one of the articles, don't remember which one, but they kind of talked about um, not continuously starting over. I guess we kind of already talked about this a little bit. But do you guys ever, like, get the urge to stop writing everything you've written, delete it all? <laughs> start over um I don't necessarily get the urge to like completely start over the current book I'm working on but a lot of times like I want to abandon it in a way and like (laughs) start one of my other ideas even though like my other ideas I feel like aren't even ready to be explored but sometimes they're just like so much more tempting than like um working on your current novel especially when you're stuck at a really difficult part you're like would it just be easier to give up now (laughs) throw in the towel and try something else but I think like you just have to persevere through it and like at some point you're just like I've done too much work to give up (laughs) something else that we were talking about was our motivation like why we're so dedicated to writing this novel um probably one of the hardest things um I think when you're writing a book, especially like the beginning, I feel like it's really exciting and you're like, oh, I got an idea. I'm going to write it. But once you're in like the middle, it's hard to stay motivated, especially with like school going on. And by the time you're done all your homework, you're like, I want to watch Netflix. I don't want to spend more time on Google Docs. (laughs) But um, It does help, I think, um, at least for me, I set deadlines for myself um because I need them or else I won't ever (laughs) write anything um I think for me like it took me so long to kind of like 
get like the first stages of my book done because like I really didn't have a lot of motivation besides like I want to get it done because like I want to have like produced like a full body of work that I feel proud of and like tell a story that I feel like deserves to be told but um like I feel like my motivation really picked back up after I started doing like the beta reading process and like my friends and family started reading it and like talking about it to me and like it was all of a sudden like I suddenly realized like why I loved writing for the attention no I'm kidding (laughs) (laughs) but like it helped me like remember that like you know it's not just me and the screen and like these characters in my head like people are going to read what I've written and like have emotions about it too. And it's going to be like a real story in other people's minds as well. So strategies for managing writing and rewriting. Do you guys have any suggestions or did you just throw caution to the wind and say, I'm just going to write it and that's how we're going to do it. Um, For me, I feel like strategy definitely came as an afterthought um, with my first book, especially, um, I think the first book is really hard because, um, you know, you can write short stories and like nonfiction and poetry, but you still don't really know how you write as a novelist. And that's like a completely different beast, at least for me. And I think a lot of writers. So I think kind of you have to develop strategy as you go for the first time. And then hopefully, in theory, um, the next time you try and write a novel, you should have like a more set way of how you work. But um, I think definitely for the first time, it's a lot of learning, a bit less strategy. Yeah, I agree. I think um, especially with your first book, you kind of just have to try a lot of different things out and see what works. Um, For like rewriting, I tried to like write down all of my ideas for rewriting in a journal and then like plan it out through like my outlines that I already had Um, and it kind of worked, but also not really (laughs) because then I kept getting new ideas. Um, and there were still new things I had to fix. So I don't think there's any strategy that's perfect either. Yeah, I tried to approach it. Well, obviously, because I didn't know how to do it. I mean, I did research a lot of stuff about writing a novel, but I think in the end, my training kind of kicked in and I tried to approach it as like a short story. And then I got to like the max upper end of a short story. And I was like, uh, what now? (laughs) I have to write more scenes, more things happen. There's more than like 10 characters, huh? (laughs) What? See, I have the opposite problem. I have too much going on, too much, (laughs) too many words all the time. So I don't think this is a question we had, but I kind of just thought of it if we want to talk about it real quick. Yes, go for it. Um, What made you guys like decide to start writing your first novel? Like what made you just kind of jump off the deep end and say, I'm going to do it? I'd been meaning to write a book um, for a while, obviously. I wanted to be a writer, so I I would have to write a book eventually. Um, But it was hard. When I started writing the first draft, I was in high school still. Um, And then when I had to do the senior project for school, um, my first thought was like, I'm going to write a book. It's going to be easy. (laughs) I'll just write in eight months and it'll be fine. Um, And I did, but it was like really bad and hard. (laughs) And really long um but I guess I wrote it partially you know for the assignment to do the project but also because it was something that I would enjoy and something that I wanted to do anyway and I already had the idea um and I really kind of wanted to jump into the world and actually do it and that like being assigned to that project kind of just like pushed me to do it 
I think for me, um, it's just part of trying to like identify who I am as a writer. Cause like, obviously I've been in writing arts since 2019. So I've learned a lot about writing and it still takes a long time to find out who you are as a person or a writer or, or anything really. It takes a long time and a lot of trial and error. So I'd already, I've been writing poetry for a long time. Whether the poetry is good or bad, we will not comment on. Um, <laughs> writing poetry for a while. And I liked short stories um, when, I, when I started writing those. I enjoyed kind of the quick like back and forth kind of thing that you can have going on in a short story. It was very me. But I also wanted to try writing something longer. And I really, I mean, I did like the idea of, you know, one day being the author of a real book that's maybe in a library or on the New York Times bestseller list <laughs> or you know just having a real book out there that had my name on it um, or even if I never published it you know at least I had the chance to write it um, so I just wanted to try something in long form and and I had this idea and I was like maybe this could be like a whole thing and then I was just like okay I'm gonna write a novel now also I get a lot of fixations on like projects and stuff that I'm going to do next. So I made this like my next big project. I was like, okay, I'm going to read master classes on this. I'm going to watch whole bunch <laughs> of things on writing a novel. I'm going to put all of this prep work together and then I'm going to write a novel. Turns out <laughs> prep works easier. Uh, <laughs> writing the novel hard. Yeah, that's great that you like did all that research and stuff beforehand though, because I know like when I started writing, I kind of just decided that I was going to write a novel because in high school I took a lot of um, like writing classes but they would always be like short story classes and I would always turn in the longest short story <laughs> because I was that annoying kid um, but then I realized like I just can't physically write short things it's just not for me so I figured if I can't write a short short story I'll just write a novel because that's like a really long short story and I quickly realized that that is not the case. <laughs> yeah, I think I think definitely. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, what drives anybody to do anything? That's kind of like a passion project. I mean, some people garden and some people, you know, do weird stuff. I could never do gardening because I don't really understand how it works. And also, I kill a lot of plants. But um, at least if I kill my character, I could bring it back to life. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and I, I think I think it also... I mean, I feel like a lot of writers are like those kids who had really vivid imaginations growing up, kind of Most like, definitely. so it's just, it's just another outlet for that. Cause you know, society has decided that I can't play Barbies anymore, <laughs> but I mean, you're like, when you're a writer, I mean, even if you don't discover until later on, you were always telling stories in some way or another. So there's no real way to stop you from telling those stories and, and telling them in short form and long form and whatever form you, you can get away with, um, you know, like. And writing your first novel, like even that just sounds, it sounds great. It's like writing your first novel. I'm a real writer now. <laughs> like it's hard, even though you know that so many other people are published like short stories and poets and like, it's hard to feel like a real writer until you write a novel, I think. Like for a lot of people, that's like what we see as a writer. Especially like since you're talking about like the stories we kind of like created growing up. I feel like a lot of time growing up, you read like, you know, you have your favorite like childhood books, your favorite like series and stuff like that. So I feel like it's kind of like a want to emulate that in a way. Yeah, I never really thought about that, but definitely, yeah, I can see that. And I think 
Yeah, I mean, that ties into our inspiration, and then it ties back into, you know, like a lot of, <clears throat> a lot of the emotions that, that we were talking about before, you know, like second guessing yourselves or comparing yourselves to other writers. Like, I mean, we've done that at least five times as a joke already, but like, <laughs> if you really do, you, you compare yourself yeah. to, to your fellow writing arts students and to like published writers and you're like, Christopher Paolini had something published at like 16, what am I doing? <laughs> that definitely tells you something about the, the, the writer's way of looking at themselves though, like especially a young writer, like all these self-deprecating jokes that we make is like that's a thing like you can go from like a high of self-confidence to like zero so yeah the moral of the story is we have we have lots of emotions about writing a book uh and no no good advice to offer whatsoever (laughs) (laughs) just don't do what we did thank you guys so much for joining us uh for the are you writing podcast uh about writing our first novel this has been a really fun experience and thank you so much for joining us for all of our podcasts this semester and we can't wait to see you again in the spring bye